0: smell something put that cookie down hello and welcome to the mighty motion picture rangers i'm shane i'm Star, and we are here with a a decidedly different christmas episode than than last year we went for a very corny theme and now we're going for evil pure exact
1: opposite of corny but you saying pure evil there was very corny so i don't know
0: well see but corny not in terms of how it's perceived but what its actual intention is ah, i guess well
1: there we go that, <laughs> that changes everything
0: uh josh has been caught up in the hurricane of retail at christmas time and so we have guest
2: zancy weber i'm zancy it- weber i'm back again i'm just here we we definitely have not like managed to keep up a streak of you you you're you've
1: guested on now we, we had one episode without him oh wait no this is going to be released in order so it's all sane yeah okay fair enough oh no
0: we had the two weeks episode that yeah was, but- yeah yeah, but We a released that down. first before
1: the other episodes, oh, so did it is. Too, so it is a streak. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Fun times, but we're talking about like uh, where Christmas can go dark. But as always, we start by asking, "What have you been watching?" And Zane, what have you been watching?
2: I have just finished the entire season eight of American Horror Story. Nice. Is that Apocalypse? Yes. Is it good or is it a steaming hot mess? It is very different to every other season of American Horror Story because That's saying something. I feel that they had the plan the whole way through. Really? Because I've heard the exact opposite said about it where they're just like, it feels like they're making it up as they go. Well, that is usually how American Horror Story yeah. works. So they were just dropping plot lines left, right, and center towards the end. So that it can come to some sort of conclusion, but in season eight, the first three episodes are set after the apocalypse, and then is the apocalypse something that was keyed in in an earlier season, or is it just some? Yes. Fuck. Which one do I have to watch then? Okay, so the main ones you have to watch are one and three. Okay, yeah, I'm working through one. Witches comes back, can't yeah. come back, and the baby from Murder House. Um, because in 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 the first season, the baby from Murder House is because he's conceived of a ghost and a, and a woman in the hell mouth or whatever is the Antichrist. <clears throat> so he brings mm. about the end of the world, which is what happens and where they are in the first three episodes before they switch around and then the rest of the season is them trying to undo the apocalypse. Uh, okay,
1: because okay, I was going to say... How do you have three episodes after the apocalypse? Well, Surely it would all be after. Well, there's
2: magic. Well, they go into bunkers. So the first three episodes are literally just your regular players in a bunker and them not being able to deal with each other. Oh, cool. And people wanting to kill each other slash not being able to sleep with each other.
0: Is Billy Eichner good in it? Because his makeup job in one of the episodes is like wild.
2: Yes, he's very good. Okay. All of the performances are pretty on point um it does get a little confusing because they're cutting between a lot of different stories um some of the actors are appearing as different characters oh, right next wondered to each what, other if they
0: would do if they would, ah, they would double up cool.
2: roles because the the cast moves through seasons. that's really cool i kind of really
0: want to see it so i'm trying to work through one
2: yeah it's 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 pretty good it gets corny at times and it gets exposition dumpy at times but I love um, the – there's the gif of Sarah Paulson going, I'm the fucking supreme. <laughs> yeah, I know what they were going for. That moment didn't really land oh, for okay. oh, really? And they they try to have a couple of those moments where she's all, like, at the end of season three mm. asserting her authority, and some of them work better than others. But overall, I enjoyed it because I really enjoyed both of those seasons. Okay. um, They do – Touch on a couple of things if you know what you're looking for from, but it's not like desperately seasons. needing to see the end of Freak Show or something. Like no, that. no, 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 no. And they do recap as well, so you can just watch. Oh, good. But
1: is season eight like a series finale? Is it like this is it the could end?
2: be?
0: No, they already got renewed, didn't they? They're doing another I one.
2: Yeah, I, I imagine it. It could have been, Right. um, because it didn't really leave much open at the end, Uh yeah, like if you enjoy American Horror Story, I think you'll enjoy it. Um, I just want those witches. Like the only reason I'm going back is because I really love the witches, and I just want the witches back. <laughs> this season, more than any other season, death means nothing. Okay. Like literally nothing. Like okay. that. It is snap a finger and you bring people back to life in this one. Um, so it's if it's like that from the
0: outset, it's setting its own parameters, which yeah, I like. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Okay, it's interesting. Cool. Anything else? Uh yes, uh lots of Disney, <laughs> lots of Disney. Why <laughs> would that be, saying Because of the Disney versus Disney podcast, which is actually like a really amazing podcast on That's Not Canon Productions. I agree, <laughs> <laughs> Zane. Uh, sorry, uh, Chancellor and I will be debating at some point in the future. Yeah, I'm speaking for up Chancellor, speaking for his furry fantasy Zootopia. Absolutely, you know it. So, you should subscribe to that and listen to it. Uh, Chance, what have you been watching?
1: Uh, so, uh, other than my fairy fantasy, Utopia, I've been um, I've been watching uh, I've been going through Red Dwarf. Uh, like I said last time, I got to get to, got to watch season nine and ten because eleven's coming out soon. Uh, that's been really fun. Wait, there's
0: another season coming out?
1: Yeah. Huh. Uh, Red Dwarf is really interesting because it's never been officially cancelled, but there was there's like ten year gaps between seasons. So going from season seven to eight, there was a seven year gap going from eight to back to earth was a 10 year gap, I believe. And then there was like five years and then three years. It's a weird series, but I love it. Um, also broad city season four is finally fucking dropped on, uh, Stan. So I started watching that last night. Um, just binging through it. There's a great episode where they go on mushrooms and half the episode is weirdly animated. Like that, Mm, LSD inspired Alice in Wonderland cartoons. Oh, from, yeah, like, like a Beatles
0: video. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah.
1: It, it's, it's very fun. Uh and they've gotten much weirder this season. There's a whole episode called Witches, which where I don't want to say what happens, but Is it's like Witches? Yes. It's very weird. Okay. <laughs> but very fun. I love it. I love it so much. And um Topic of the episode: I finally got to watch Anna in the Apocalypse. Woo! So good. I loved it. Uh, easily my favorite musical of the year. But, but, god damn it, but one thing, one thing <laughs> ruined went it for on me. About this, at the veris- it's all I thought about the whole movie. Zane, you know who Annie Lennox is, right? Yes. Annie Lennox. She's she's a singer in Eurythmics. She's sc- she's fucking awesome. Anyone who knows Annie Lennox mm. knows she's great. Yeah. There's nobody doesn't like Annie Lennox. There's a scene, Zane, have you seen the movie? I've not. At the very There's start. There's a character
0: with a pixie haircut. The, yeah.
1: A blonde, blonde girl with pixie a pixie haircut. haircut. Mm-hmm. And this bully guy, who's like a bit of a dick, throws something at her and goes, Oi, Annie Lennox. And then she like runs off. And the entire movie, I was like, how's that an insult? Mm. Like Annie, Annie Lennox is awesome. And like the the, the 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 girl is a lesbian. Annie Lennox isn't a lesbian. Mm. So it's not like, Oi, you're, you're a lesbian. Also, she's very it's openly she lesbian. Looks
0: like... Like, but, like that's the thing. Like, that's the that's where the the it's not. It's not an insult. Bullies, if I had
1: short blonde hair, I'd be all about being Annie Lennox. That's awesome. Bullies aren't smart people,
0: ah. <laughs> so it's why they bully their yeah. own insecurities. Maybe he really, lo- maybe he really loves Annie Lennox, and then he bullied her because he's secretly ashamed of loving Annie Lennox.
1: Who would be ashamed of loving Annie Lennox? A bully who is stupid. Oh my god! But yeah, no, nah, good movie. Otherwise, so. <laughs> the, the the music is really great. I've I've been like because uh, it dropped on ins- uh sorry Instagram. spotify spotify i've
0: been listening to it the, too and i'm like fuck are actually a lot of these songs really hold up on their own yeah i really um, quite like I, it.
1: I really love uh, the bully song um uh soldier at war soldier at i war. love that song it is yeah i listen to breakaway a lot Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and hollywood ending is obviously on my uh, rotation yeah, yeah
0: well they were nominated for some scottish bafta or something like that for best original song for that one that'd be like safta I don't know. It's because it's all the UK. It's all the
1: UK. They're all the same. They all have funny accents. (laughs) For now, anyway, until Brexit comes in. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Shane, what have you been watching? A lot.
0: Uh, Of course you're fucking out. First up. uh, I wish I had time. (laughs) I watched this with Josh. Uh, We watched Roma. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's a masterpiece. (laughs) It, uh, I think it, it has officially overtaken Hereditary as my favourite movie wow. of the year. It's very... And it's his thing. It's a slice of life movie, and I don't normally like slice of life movies, and this one is great, and it's so well shot. The lead performance, it's one of the best performances of, like, easily this year, but I'd put in maybe the last five to ten years alongside, like, um, Chadwick Boseman in Get On Up or something like that. Like, he's just... And it's a completely different kind of performance, very subtle, very nuanced, but it's, and they're doing things in the movie and I'm watching, I'm like, cause Alfonso Cuarón normally does like really big announcing the, you know, the long take and all these kind of things. And there's long takes in this, but they're very unannounced. Like they just kind of happen. And so to a normal audience person watching it, they'll be like, okay, cool. But to me, I'm like, wait, how the, how the fuck is the camera doing this? And I can't, I could not wrap my head around some technical things that they have managed to achieve. <clears throat> but it's brilliant. And try and see it on the cinema if you can. It is out on cinemas now. Oh, okay. By the time this airs, it'll be yeah, gone. It's definitely
1: not out. It'll be on
0: it'll time. be on Netflix by the time this goes drops on the 21st of December. So watch it if you can, but watch it in one sitting, biggest TV
1: possible. And the it's sound a great design Christmas is Christmas classic, you're saying? Yeah,
0: yeah. The sound design on it's actually really incredible considering cool. it's a very low-key thing. So highly recommend that. I saw Widows.
1: Yeah. Oh, you did.
0: Yeah. Oh, awesome. How was it? Lots of fun. It's, oh, it's, great. It's a really and it, it's it's a smart Hollywood studio movie, which I really like. Like more studio movies like this. Have you seen it, Zane? I have not. No. No. It just like it's like that's, it doesn't. I don't think it's as surprising as people and and like big giant twists and what the fuck there's none of that to it, but it's not trying to be that it's just a thriller with brains. And
1: so it's so much more enjoyable than the usual crap. You get It's also a thriller with Liam Neeson, but it's not a Liam Neeson thriller.
0: No, it's not. It's a Viola Davis thriller. She, she's amazing. Let's hope for that
1: subgenre to She's kick amazing.
0: Off. Um, I saw uh, Blind Spotting, which is another one that has easily become one of my favorite fil- films of the year. This is a movie. Do you, oh, you don't know David Diggs? Do you, no. from Hamilton? Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, it's him and and his like white rapper friend, and they wrote this script and then made this movie. And this is one of those movies where like every shot has a decision behind. It. It's so fucking good, and it's very rap driven. So if you're not into rap, it's probably not going to be your thing. But. Like I, I reckon you should watch it, Zane, because it's very, very good. Mm, Blew rap's me away. Famously, my thing. <laughs> no, no, mm. but you can watch it and appreciate the uh, like as not it doesn't have to perhaps not my genre either, <laughs> but I can appreciate the skill and the craft that was going into thought, this film. I thought Rap
1: is Zane. Doesn't he have a whole podcast called Rap Taught Me Everything I Know? Yeah. <laughs> it's on his shirt right now. Yeah. Uh, but
0: this is one of those movies and it really looks at some big topical issues in a really unique way cool. that I wasn't expecting. It's brilliant. Easily one of the best movies of the year. And I feel like more people should see it. Uh, I watched uh, an Argentinian crime film called El Angel, part of this film festival. Uh, the story its based on a true story about this like 7, 19, 20 year old kid who went around and just like killed you mm. know, 30 something people because he's like or a total sociopath. Um, and it's got like some queer things to it, but it's never fully explored, but I don't think it was in reality either. Um, I I didn't love like everything about the movie, but it has some of my my, my favorite close-ups of the year. They mm. do really. I was trying to figure out what it was, and it's that they were they were opening the ga- like opening the aperture wide as fuck, yeah. even in like low lit scenes or, or high lit scenes and stuff like that. And so the focus was literally on like the front of their face. Their ears were out, and it took me a while to figure that out. It's, but it's really interesting, really w- slick uh, crime movie. Um, I watched Bohemian Rhapsody yep. and I was annoyed at how
1: squeaky
0: clean and walk hard. The, yeah. the Freddie Mercury story mm. it
1: was. And- it, it was just so funny that when I told you I had seen it and I was like, yeah, it was a bit, you know, it, it, it like half of me was like, yeah, but queen, but the other half was like, was it just the Dewey Cox story? And then you were like, Oh, did they start with him going out to his last concert? And there were people in the wings going, he's got to go through his whole life. And I was like, holy shit, it did. Oh yeah. my
0: god! And it's 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 just like for the for someone whose character is so interesting, it's so it, the movie is so neat that it really feels disingenuous to who Freddie was. And then mm. it's just literally it's a it's a it's a, a Queen album stretched over two hours, and that's what people love about it is yeah. Queen's music. I guarantee you, if you took the music out and it was a Freddie Mercury biopic done exactly like that, no one would fucking want to watch it, mm. or no one would like it. Um, and then to try and fit in with our theme of this episode, I watched couple of movies. I watched Bad Santa. I thought you were I, going to say Anna and the
1: Apocalypse because we well did that, see it together. We did see that, yeah,
0: yeah but we, we talked about that and I've talked about it before. Um, I watched Bad Santa, which I hadn't seen before. It was bored, very, yeah. very bored. <laughs> Everyone talks about this one as if it's this really great sort of-
1: um, uh, uh, I only feel like it's a case because it was so subversive when it came out. Yeah, it wasn't that, that, that subversive. I've watched more subversive shit from like the 70s.
2: Yeah, but it it was during after like all this wholesome Christmas music movie mm. stuff in the and 90s then, and then yeah. you've got Billy Bob Thornton again kind of making a little bit of a comeback with this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um so I think that's why it got the hype that it did. I agree. I find it a pretty boring.
0: Yeah, it's not even that it's like take. bad, it's just cuz it was shot all right, they did some cool interesting mm. long takes, but I was just like it's
1: very Boring. I was just kind of very bored throughout the whole thing. Uh, bad Santa 2 came out, like, what, last year or something? Kathy Bates or but
2: something. See, that, the Bad Santa led on to a whole bunch of bad films, like Bad Teacher, Bad Mums. That's what I always yeah. think. I'm oh, like my God, the, it's, it's the, the bad, bad
0: universe. universe. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I watched Silent Night, Deadly Night from 1984. Oh, nice. It's a classic. No, it's not. I mean, I haven't Holy seen it in 10 years. Crap. But It's not, this is again, this was just like colossally boring and the kills weren't even that good and the music was kind of crap and it took, it literally, they spend the first like 40 minutes of the movie on the setup for the character and then they flash forward to the main story and I'm just like, wow, that's, it's almost like fucking Halloween, Rob Zombie's Halloween. Yeah. Maybe that's where he stole the structure from. Uh, I, I didn't enjoy it. And then so I went and watched a movie called Christmas Evil Hey. Or AKA it's called um uh you better watch out. Oh, that's that's also like a an good alternate title.
1: title. Both um, are good titles. Where <laughs> just, I prefer you better watch out because it's an autopon. But see mm-hmm. there's a
0: movie called Better Watch Out that's actually really good. Uh but as, was, I talked about it last Christmas, um, where it's like it's like it was, it, about like thirty minutes in the movie just takes a giant right turn that fucks you up.
1: Uh, I think, uh, I but anyway, uh, <laughs> Christmas Evil,
0: Christmas Evil is basically Silent Night, Deadly Night as well, and I think it did it a little bit before or a little after. Uh, this one's shot better and lit more absurdly, but it just it's that's the plot about a kid who sees two people having sex and it traumatizes him sex into murdering people. Addressed to Santa Claus when he's much older.
2: This is why people shouldn't have sex. Yeah, that's exactly no, right.
0: That's exactly right. Um, and then to cleanse my Christmas palette, I watched Elf, which is a classic. Yeah, no, I Elf is. You, you can't go wrong with Elf that. is
1: like the only modern classic, right? We went through this last Love time. Actually. Oh, Love
0: Actually yeah, is a modern Christmas classic, and I think The Holiday is as well, but not enough people watch mm. that. Have you
1: seen The Holiday? Um, I feel like you forced me to watch it, or Chanel I have. Forced you me haven't watched it? It, it? It's no, the one yeah.
0: with Kate Winslet and Cameron Diaz, and they swap houses.
1: Okay, I don't remember. <gasps> and Jack Black and Jude Law. See, I remember Jack Black and Jude Law being in it, but I don't remember the movie. You at have all. to
0: watch it. It's really good. And Hans Zimmer did the score. It's amazing. Oh, cool. It's like one of his best, most non
2: Hans Zimmery scores. You know, you bring up Jack Black and this sort of movie. And recently I rewatched The Office. And so whenever anyone mentions any Jack Black movie that isn't The Pick of Destiny, all I have in my head is a movie that doesn't actually exist about him seducing his girlfriend's grandmother. Is this from The
1: Office? It's from The Office. This kind of makes me want to go and watch The Office now.
2: <laughs> Jack Black guest starred by not actually going on The oh, Office, yeah, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> shot like a, a movie that they had illegally downloaded.
1: Oh, and yeah, had to watch that's the right. I
0: remember that.
2: Wait, I, I would see the shit
1: out of it. Why that, is it any Jack Black film that isn't Pick of Destiny and not School of Rock? Uh,
2: because uh, I guess School of Rock I don't think of I think of as a Kids like it's about the kids, not about Jack Black. No, even though enough. it is technically about. Yeah, Jack I mean it's
1: Black. about him learning. Technically,
2: yeah. it's literally all about his journey. <laughs> technically, but I. But Pick of Destiny, yeah,
1: is all about Kyle Gas. Sure. Because <laughs> everyone loves Kyle Gas. Kyle Gas is the heart of Tenacious D.
2: Oh, absolutely.
0: <laughs> anyway, Christmas, Jack Black guy. Yeah, what are we? Christmas is a time of cheer. Why go to dark places at Christmas? Because it's easy. <laughs> I,
2: I <guess>. Yeah. <laughs> because as soon as someone says something wholesome, you want to undercut it. That's, yeah, that's the irony of. Well, that's of like it's that like that in
0: and not just at, in Christmas, but there's sort of that equal and opposite reaction. Like you can get really wholesome Christmas kids animator movies leads to sausage party. Yeah. As yeah. terrible as that is. Mm. Um, Christmas is a time and a genre so steeped in positive emotions as well. It's not just like a rom com. It's like a
2: just the sappiest, you know, sentiment. But it also has a lot of traditions that aren't really examined. And so, as if you take one of them, like just the the trust that we put in a person because they're wearing a red and white suit, yeah, you can kind of find horror from that. Yeah, right, yeah actually
0: yeah. an interesting scene in Christmas Evil. The movie was kind of crap, but cuz he's like outed as a killer and the news is like look out for anyone in a Santa suit. But all the parents oh, are worried, and then it's a the scene
1: from Halloween 6 where oh uh, no, <laughs> Halloween 5 when they just shoot a kid. Yeah. In no, the no, 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 no. no, 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 no. Damn there's it. like
0: he's he's running to an alley, and he runs into like a whole bunch of like parents with kids coming out of a thing and all the kids go up to Santa and all the parents like fuck, this is oh, the killer cool. and he goes and reaches into a bag and he, like, hands them presents and stuff like that and then one of the parents, like, pulls a knife on him but <laughs> then the kids, like, defends the killer Santa Claus. It was a really clever scene in a really otherwise mediocre movie but I was just like, there's there's a better version of this to be made, I reckon. And they did some cool things like split diopters and stuff but, yeah, it's like you can, it, ch- there's the children adult thing that yeah. gets played with mm-hmm. as well which is, all you know, the loss of innocence is a huge Theme in sort of darker movies. Um, I've got. Uh, oh, and it's inevitable that darker emotions come out at Christmas time. Oh, definitely. Like that Shane Black thing, how he yeah. uses
1: Christmas. The way he uses Christmas is, um, you know, the, the the lonely feel lonelier because so the loved feel loved, but the lonely they feel lonelier. So. Yeah. It just enhances all emotions, yeah. including fear, I And it's guess.
0: this high colour scheme, this absurd
2: music. Yeah. Um, and there's always secrets that no one talks about at Christmas. Yes. We yes. don't talk uh, about it at Christmas. Just wait until Christmas is over and then we'll deal with real life. No, that, that, yes. That's
0: oh, a- God, that's like that's too real. <laughs>
1: that's a horror movie I want to make now. It's just a <laughs> Christmas dinner where, like, all of them end up killing each other cuz christmas is so fucked I am surprised, surprised it has not happened why yeah. isn't
2: like august osage county but at christmas yeah. oh my, god. Movie. Oh my yeah. god
1: oh my god oh my god
0: we're doing this we're doing this <laughs> we're doing Definitely. this you've heard it here first uh and also the further away christmas like a, mo- a genre is from being a dark genre the more there is to mine by making it dark mm. so you could you could like you to make a th- like a th- to take a thriller and then say a gritty thriller, like mm. There's no such thing as a non-gritty thriller, really. There's no, like, pretty happy oh, thrillers. Oh, no,
1: I'm going to think of one now. You, you guys gonna keep talking. Prog- I'm going to think of it.
2: Intentionally. A, yeah,
1: no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> Robocop. <laughs> yeah, Robocop. Uh, Isn't like Robocop the- satire, though? Yeah.
2: But still, it's still a thriller. It's still plastic. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so
0: blending other- So what kind of genres get blended with Christmas- Movies, although I guess it's Christmas a genre. We had that debate last year, and you had the excellent thing. You like Christmas can be a setting, it can be a genre, or it can
2: be a theme. Theme, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I Mm. am very brilliant.
0: (laughs) brilliant. (laughs) No, I just remember because it was such a really great articulate way of why Rise of the Guardians is a Christmas movie because it's a Christmas theme movie. It's totally set at Easter time, you know. Um, but you've got the Christmas action movie. Yeah, Die die hard, Hard,
1: Lethal Weapon. Anything by Shane Black. Anything
0: by Shane Black. Uh, Except for the nice guys, which only goes Christmas at the end. Yeah, at the very end. The last scene is Christmas. Uh, The Christmas horror movie is a big one. uh, Yeah, yeah. Silent Silent Night, Silent Night. 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 I wanted to watch the remake, the Silent Night 2012 remake, because it looked at least a little better produced. I don't know about the plot, and I just never got around to
1: it. I feel like that was one of the ones that I I watched when it came out, and it was just so bland I didn't give a shit. Uh, Things like, uh, did you see the Prom Night remake? No, I heard it wasn't bad. Oh God, no, it's so bad. It's, it's the worst. But there is like a five minute jump scare sequence where she's just like walking around a room going, oh shit, a lamp. And like, it'll slowly pan out and you're like, oh, what's it about to roll? And oh my God, it's a mirror. And it happens like six times in a row. Great movie. Great fucking
0: <laughs> uh you can have you can blend the zombie Christmas musical yeah. genre.
1: I yeah, think of course I think what, so many of those. I think are what out helps now. the
0: heightened setting and period allows for the really bizarre clash of genres too. Yeah. Like you couldn't get away with like a,
1: a thriller musical, really. Silence, like you couldn't do like salt. <laughs> silence. The Silence of the Lambs musical.
0: Yeah, but that's a parody. That's a par- it's a parody. But like, I mean, like, because because oh, the thing wait, is, wait, that and the um, Apocalypse is earnestly a horror
2: movie and earnestly. Sweetie Todd.
0: <sighs> mm.
2: American Psycho. Oh,
1: is that a musical? A, oh, wait, it
0: was sorry, on the Broadway music- two yeah, years, of,
1: years ago, and it's coming to yeah, Australia, but making them <laughs> stage shows
0: versus making them movies, there's debatable about the success of that. That's true. Um, but I think you know. Like, but what I mean is like a thriller musical. In, you can do salt the musical because it would be – you'd have to make it a parody in which case the entire tone and all the lines and all the dialogue then will let you buy yeah. the clash of genres yeah. whereas Anna and the Apocalypse is earnestly a musical, it's yeah. earnestly a horror movie and it's earnestly a Christmas movie all at the same time without having to kind of wink to the audience a bit. They, no, no, they don't. They don't really wink to the uh, audience. I it? feel
1: like the, the the only winks are really the zombie aspects. Sometimes when they're uh, in, in the songs, um, and when they're like, "Oh, how do we kill them?" Like, like, uh, what what's the song? Um, what
0: a time to be alive! What a time to be. Alive. Not that
1: song. The uh, the, the one they're singing, and like all the zombie is happening behind them, and they're not paying oh, attention. Oh, uh, um, turning
0: my life around. Yeah, that's my, my life favorite around. sequence. Great, in that great whole sequence.
1: sequence. But yeah, I felt like that was a very winky moment.
0: It was, but it was, it was, but they, the characters were being earnest. There's not like this, like the difference between a parody and like an an, an honest genre is that like the characters weren't sort of. 180 themselves to deliver the laugh yeah and 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 what it uh, sorry turning my life around works really great in comparison to break break away Mm. when you listen to them listen to them back to back and what they're around she's about like lying dead in my sleep da 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 and it's i'm waking up and the world is dead around me but i'm gonna get out like it it really functions as like a great sort of pair but you you also couldn't do like a torture porn comedy
1: Oh, I disagree, and I'm going to make it. I don't know what it is yet, but <laughs> and I'm not talking like, what was it, Scary Movie 4 or whatever, which had the Saw Ugh. thing. Mm, I don't know. I, uh,
0: did I see 4? No, I've seen 4. It's the one with Charlie Sheen that I haven't seen. Yeah, number 5. Uh, no, that's, that's 3 five. No, that's as five. well. That's, oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, but number, I knew what you yeah, meant, yeah. number 5, yeah. Um, I had an, a pitch once for, I've been trying to work on it for ages, and it's just really hard because it's like an epic horror fantasy. A uh, I'll, I'll, I'll brief pitch now. It's called Kill Kringle. Yeah. And it's about a you know what happens is that the person who's got Santa, is kind of taking the the law from the Santa Claus movies where Santa has to sort of the the role of Santa has to change but if it doesn't change like the magic corrupts the person and so the current Santa's like had it for a thousand years and he's like so right. corrupt and mm. horrible and evil and all that kind of thing and that's why there's no presents given to kids and all that kind of stuff because he's just maintaining it all for himself and this one girl who's like she's not destined to be it's like a she's like picked from a crowd and given a thing and basically she has to go and kill Kringle and he likes, he's like, release the Krampus and all that kind of, you know, you're playing on like that parts of the Caribbean tone with like a Christmas horror movie and an action fantasy thing. And there's like, there was, you know, the, you know how there's the jingle bells There's like the jingle bells are like these mythical bells that each have a different power. And so like <laughs> one of them is stopping time. So that's how he, he, Santa's meant to use them to do all the things that Santa does. And so like one of the elves who like, tries to sort of. This would be very
1: difficult to like explain in a 90 minute movie. It would be. It would have to be a three hour epic no, this is
0: Yeah. Well, no, this is like an,
1: three, this is a, three hour epic trilogy. Ah. This
2: is like a two
0: hour
1: movie though,
0: or like a book. And, and they, um, uh, the elf steals one of the bells and that's what he gives to the girl in order to make her become the next Santa Claus. And so, and she, and it's kind of like the kids to the kingdom. series. Yeah. That's what I was kind of thinking. It's like that, that but like a Christmas horror adventure thing. And I loved the, the idea in my head, it's just such a weird blend that I have never been able to find like the right. All right. Well, I just tried to
1: Google torture porn comedy and I only found torture porn and porn comedy. So
0: (laughs) I am correct. (laughs)
1: Uh, For now. So what are the hallmarks and tropes of the darker Christmas movie? Well, I think the, uh, the aspect of Christmas and the way they look at Christmas, is either incredibly cynical or like in lethal weapon, more like, cynical to start off with but then it becomes heartwarming you know what i mean heartwarming heartwarming, heartwarming.
0: <laughs> uh traumatized children is a big one children yeah, yeah. <laughs> children, children
2: are always are in dark comedies because you need you need that kind of corruption of what christmas <laughs> should be or what we think Christmas should be and what this movie is making.
0: To me, that was the strongest part of Bad Santa was Mm. the kid character, although the snot on his – I wanted to throw (laughs) up. It was so gross and he would never clean it. I'm like, just get a tissue, man. Uh, I think blood-soaked Santa costumes – are, yeah.
2: uh, are pretty Oh at Christmas lights if we're talking visuals, like yeah. there's yeah. always a string of like the big bulb yeah. multicolored used to strangle to someone. strangle someone <laughs> or tie someone up. It happened both uh, wait. in
0: it happens both in Christmas Evil and in uh, Silent Night, Deadly isn't Night. Isn't
1: that the poster of Silent Night? No, it's,
0: it's ju- Silent Night, Deadly Night. Oh, it's so Silent Night. Is no, isn't it the Santa with like the shotgun at the side of his face, and it's just a big scary Santa face. He's got the lights around his neck, I think. But Silent Night, Deadly Night, the original one, it's just an axe over a chimney or something like that. Uh, weaponized Christmas iconography. Mm-hmm. Yep, so, yeah. So that's what this is, like candy canes, axes, which are you normally chopping wood, so a- as opposed to a knife in a slasher. Yeah. In cri- both Christmas evil and Silent Night Deadly Night it's an axe and it's a red axe so that it's like Christmassy.
1: Sorry Shane I just want to uh, interrupt you because oh wow no I found five Silent Night Deadly Night sequels Oh yeah yeah it's a, it's a fran- it's a huge Oh franchise. my god how do we not st- Oh my
0: god Um so yeah like fairy lights for choking instead of garroting wire uh making nighttime at christmas into a scary thing because normally like christmas night it's like filled with magic and possibility and now it's like filled with horrific things and waiting in the darkness because usually it's
2: snow on blackness and then you've got yeah. snow on blackness with a monster in it. Yeah. yeah. And then the, snow, the red and, on snow and using
0: yeah. the cold, not as like a charming thing for people to huddle together. It's like the terrifying pressing yeah. cold. Uh, tropes become very home invasion. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, animals like the Krampus and the reindeer and, and, and all that kind of thing. It's this sort of corruption
2: of all the things, you know,
1: I haven't seen a scary reindeer yet.
0: Surely, no, isn't there like haunted reindeer? I swear I've I was
2: just thinking, well, when Shane was of all of the different things that Santa could send at this girl. And, and the first one of course would be Rudolph, the reindeer. His nose is
1: red because of blood. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's like
0: a laser beam and it just blows. It's oh, like, geez. it's like in Halloween three, it just blows your face <laughs> off. <laughs> um. So can it go too far?
1: See, I've never seen it go too far. Not yet, at least. Uh, the, the, the- I mean, it really depends,
2: like, can any movie go too far? Like, scary movies for me immediately went too far, but they have a following of people that like them. But I even think they didn't stop watching
0: at five, you know. <laughs> <laughs> number three and number four aren't bad because what's- don't.
2: Don't defend scary movies. No, 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 to me. no, 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 no. no, the- no because
0: because one and two were the wayans, and then there was Zucker. Zucker took over. The guy who did airplane, and those more classic. So they fall into that kind of. Rhythm uh, they more.
1: did three. I think they produced four. But Craig Mazin, who was one of the main directors on the Mad TV series, wait, Craig
0: Mazin, as he- in the writer of The Hangover. Uh, possibly. Oh my I'm god! Gonna, and he directed. Talk. He
1: directed. Uh, four, I four. believe.
0: Huh. That's interesting. I think I don't think it's a matter of it's going too far, but rather not doing it right. Yeah. You know, um, Anna in the Apocalypse is an example. Is it's not it, it like you you'd think? Oh, a musical zombie horror Christmas like that's too much, and it's not too much because it does it so well. I think when it's gimmick driven, it falls flat. As everything, pretty much, Uh, when it's
2: it's really the tone of the movie, yeah. um, Because if you go for that zany, wacky, like you can really do pretty much anything, you want. But if you Mm. want like a truly chilling horror tale, then you can't go to strangling people with Christmas lights if that's (laughs) just you're just doing it for the sake of it. Yeah, for the sake of it, because like Santa's "Ah." broken into your house and you've knocked the Christmas tree over and he's the lights just happen to be there and then he's strangling you with them rather yeah. than he snuck up on you outside and for some reason is carrying around a string of lit-up <laughs> Christmas lights <laughs> that he's then strangling you.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should watch. Have you seen Better Watch Out? The It came out last year. No. No. I mean, give it a go. This is not one
2: of my favourite genres, Shane.
0: No, no, but give it a go because... <laughs> Because, you, you know, my favorite Roma isn't my favourite genre and you, it can still surprise you. I reckon you would love it. You would absolutely love it. And I think it might be on Stan or Netflix. Find it because it's really good. It's one of those, it's like in a psycho level kind of mid-movie ending of your expectations in a cool. really interesting kind of way. Um uh, so, yeah, so what makes the perfect dark Christmas? Shane Black.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This is very <laughs> the true. The one time he deviated with Predator. Eh, the Predator, sorry. Nah, Halloween, not your movie. Get out of here, <laughs> Shane Black. Go back to Christmas.
0: <laughs> uh, I, think, I think a big part of it is I, I was watching um, the commentary track for Crimson Peak, which I hadn't seen yeah. before, and Guillermo del Toro had, like, a really good point. He says the thing with going and doing, especially with genre, is he doesn't like and I don't like. It's that postmodern cynicism about, you know, you're winking at the audience and you're above the genre. You're like better than it. And that's when that stuff always seems to fall flat. You can twist tropes and turn things on the head. You don't have to follow the genre A to B to C, but own the genre. You have to kind of revel in it rather than, Mm. and that's why I think, that's why someone like uh, Edgar Wright can get away with the movies he does because they're not... They're postmodern uh, in a way, but they never, they never.
1: They uh, are honest with what they are and, and they, they are. And they're never proud of above it. the genre. Yeah.
0: They're never above doing the genre. They're just doing it in unexpected ways and mashing
2: ideas that mm. haven't been put together before. I uh, think, sorry, I think uh, also one of the biggest things is, is they have to examine something that we already know is weird about Christmas. So, okay, yeah. you know, because our behavior changes towards Christmas. Ah, uh, because it is the Christmas season, so whether that is literally having to spend so much money or like giving people impractical gifts, stuff mm. like that, as as long as that's incorporated into something in a dark Christmas com a Christmas horror, then I think that that's makes it a better film. Secret
1: Santa, where the secret gift is murder. Oh my You're god! Welcome, it's like <laughs> Agatha Christie, who done it? Yeah, yes, <laughs> done. Just clue at Christmas. (laughs) Yes, hundred (laughs) percent. Wait, isn't that what's happening tonight? Not for people. (laughs) Communism was just a red
0: herring. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Christmas is also the bridge between child innocence and adult darkness, which we talked about previously. Um, But it needs to be better done. So Silent Night and Deadly Night and Christmas Evil. It's that thing. The child, literally, like both of them are they see if they find out that santa is just well in in silent night deadly night the kid it's like a drunk santa just m- straight up like carjacks and murders his parents fa- oh. his parents he sees that and then he's like traumatized about santa and then he decides to in order to fix it become that evil santa and then when he gets killed he's like you're finally safe ah, and cuz it's really bad what it's so bad it's really really bad and christmas evil is the kids are waiting up and they're like, oh, it's Santa. Uh, You know, the mum's letting them see Santa like drink the the cookies and all that kind of shit. And then they go to bed and then the two brothers are like, oh, that was just one of them's like, that was really dad. And the little kid's like, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. I'll prove it to you. And he runs out and he sees the mum like, and you know, Santa feeling up the mum. And then he realizes that Santa isn't real. And that causes him to... Go on a murderous killing spree, but he does wait. So, is
1: Christmas Evil an adaptation of the song I Saw Mummy Kissing (laughs) Santa Santa Claus? Probably,
0: (laughs) although isn't that also a movie with like Hulk Hogan?
1: Pretty sure there was a porno.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, easily, (laughs) Easily. I don't know if
1: it had Hulk Hogan. That sex tape was terrible. Talk about (laughs) shitty camera angles.
0: (laughs) I think a little bit of absurdity in it goes a long way as well. I don't know if you could do like the honest, like hard horror Christmas. It oh, po- it would it could. you could you could be possible, but it would be a lot less of a Christmas movie. Yeah, yeah. It would just be. like, uh, it, it, it would so, be where Christmas, Christmas is Jane the Black setting.
2: Movies that are set at Christmas, like if Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is a Christmas mm. movie, you could definitely have a horror thriller yeah. set at Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Dealing with Christmas themes.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred yeah. well, percent. I think that's a pretty good place. Brings to start. the
1: family together because they're all dead. <laughs>
0: Uh, so I thought we do our top five, and do just, our top five.
2: Just, just a mass grave. Is
1: that what <laughs> yeah, we're
0: talking about? Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, Christmas movies that need a gritty reboot. I thought and doesn't. You can. You, it doesn't have to. be Need like, is
1: the word here, right? We we need these things. Yes,
0: hundred percent. Uh, Good. Zane, would you want to go first? I figure your list might be limited. Because-
2: I I have five. Okay. I have five because I have strong feelings about what each of them should be. Same. Now. My first one uh, was released in uh, 2004, rated R in Australia. Just a comedy. It's called the Hebrew Hammer. It's (laughs) what a black exploitation esque movie. Uh, I want it remade as Christmas, uh, as a Hanukkah movie. Well, I, I kind of want the the. (laughs) <laughs> the conflict between uh, the the Hebrew hammer and, <gasps> and, and and Oh my god well, Christmas so should be or whatever. Yeah. This is I'm amazing. Uh, this is this is
1: just for from the <laughs> yeah. star. Thank you. <laughs> Also, uh, I need to see this movie regardless. Yeah, so the original
2: movie, an, un- an orthodox Jew black exploitation hero saves Hanukkah from the clutches of <laughs> Santa Claus's evil son.
1: Yes. <laughs> this is so yes.
2: good. I have to
1: see this. <laughs> Thank you, Zane. Thank you.
2: You're welcome. Uh, so 2004, 14 years ago, I think it's fine for a reboot. Yeah. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> uh, my number four, Life of Brian, but set- in the, in, the, in the present about a celebration that happens at Christmas about Brian. So is it a sequel to Life of
1: Brian? Yes. Oh wow. My God.
2: <laughs> You're a genius. Made singer. by the same guys. Well, uh, as many of them as possible. Yeah, as many of them um, that are alive. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, reprising. Well, not not reprising, of course. But yeah. Um, I, I really like the, the you
0: have the men dressed as the women again.
2: I think I think you could definitely because it would be like an underground, uh, like cult or or whatever. You would have a lot of like people's front of Judea sort of jokes. I think, um, <laughs> about what exactly they're celebrating. Uh, my number three, just because. I really want one specific person to play Santa in this. I want Bad Santa to be remade with Jack Nicholson as Santa. Ooh. And as an actual villain, gritty reboot where Santa's an actual villain and there's no heartwarming it improvises thing. everything and doesn't follow your script. <laughs> I mean, that's what you get when you get Jack Nicholson, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's also what you get when you get any number of people whose name rhymes with Lonnie Fett. <laughs> <laughs> um, that eight. was your number one? That was my number three. Oh, that yeah, was your number three. Number two say. is Gremlins. Ooh, gritty remake. more Christmassy of Gremlins. Uh, and I would like it because this is something that I think like m- a comment on uh, giving pets for Christmas and why you shouldn't do it. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Okay. Okay. And number one, 1989 elves. Oh, I've, I've seen this one come up when I was looking up. A young woman discovers that she is the focus of an evil Nazi experiment involving selective breeding and summoned elves, an attempt to create a race of (laughs) supermen. She and two of her friends are trapped in a department store with an elf, and only Dan Haggerty, a renegade loose cannon Santa Claus, can save them.
0: Have you seen them? There's a picture of their makeup from
1: it looks like so This is from Canon. Uh, you can guess all you want. I guess yeah, I'm gonna look um, it up. But you had me at Nazi.
2: <laughs> they're not working for Santa anymore. Is the uh, tagline tagline?
1: <laughs> oh my god!
0: Oh, that would be, and you do it as like a like a creature feature kind of thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Like Overlord, like a hard R, which I haven't seen yet. I want to see that.
1: <laughs> I will say, already looking at the poster, this does look. Uh, Higher class than Canon Productions in the eighties, so I'm <laughs> well, gonna say it's I'll- not. No, it's Action International. Okay, do you know them? Um, I'm just Kevin yeah, America, Gorgon. Sorry, talk amongst no, while yourselves. While you're doing while that, I'm doing this.
0: my top five. So my top five Christmas movies. Most of these have ended up as horrors. So, uh, except for number five, which is Home Alone, all grown up. Okay. It's not necessarily a reboot. It's like a sequel and it's like competency porn to the max and he just like fucking mutilates. Like robbers who are just trying to like rob him and he just like goes to town on them. Just Saw. It's like, yeah. just, it's just yeah, Saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's just home It's because The Collector.
1: It came out in 2009. <laughs> Wait, did and then you, show a sequel me, did called you show the me Home Alone with Blood? Yeah, yeah I did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Where they just like all of the things that happened to the- the robbers—they just added in blood effects that would make it a little bit more realistic. <laughs> and it's amazing just how horribly violent yeah. that movie actually oh, yes. is.
2: Like they would definitely be dead halfway through
1: that. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so number number four is Christmas with the Cranks, and I make it about a cannibal family.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So
0: and and you still have Tim Tim the Toolman <laughs> Taylor in it because he's a terrible human being. Uh, number three. White Christmas.
1: Oh, no. As a get out style Uh, social thriller. Yeah, all right. I like that you have to pronounce it that way. White. White. Just by pronouncing it that way, we knew where you were going.
0: (laughs) I knew it. I knew it. Uh, Number two is Holiday Inn. And it's like a haunted house shining kind of ordeal, which I would watch a Christmas haunted house movie, right? Yeah. And then number one, Elf. As a creature feature, like a half-man, half-elf ramp- <laughs> rampaging across the streets of New York. Still Will Ferrell just killing
1: people. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> um, Still Will Ferrell. Yeah. Um, okay, Transfer. cool. So my, my top five, which, you know, I'm kind of disappointed by now, but I'm going to go through because some of them already mentioned, Home Alone, but yep. it is just The Collector. It already happened. I'm just going to say The Collector. There you go. Excellent. I haven't seen The Collector. Really? No. It's pretty much Home Alone, but a horror film where like people With are trying to break in. in. No, not at all. There's like a lot of fan theories that, oh, this is, this is a sequel to Home uh. Alone because it's the same sort of deal. Uh, my next one is I've kind of hinted at it. No, actually no, I'll say Elf next. Mine was also a creature feature. I didn't think to put Will Ferrell in the lead though. So <laughs> you've, you've got me beat there. Um, <laughs> My next And he makes, like,
0: Freddy-style quips. Yeah, no, definitely. (laughs) Merry Christmas, bitch, you know, that kind of thing.
1: (laughs) I like that your quips are just putting bitch at the end of Merry Christmas. Yeah. Um, My next one I kind of hinted at earlier, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, where the origin story is that it's because he eats human flesh and he's got blood all over his nose. Mm -hmm. That's what made him the Red-Nosed Reindeer.
2: And that's what made him able to guide Santa's sleigh.
1: Because he can smell humans. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Perfect. Um, Jingle all the way, which is, which is okay. just going on the internet, ordering it on time. <laughs> the end. And my fifth one, which was an idea I had, and then we are actually going to do it now, which was a remake of Christmas Vacation. I actually wanted Ed Helms in the lead. Where it's a Christmas, Wait, where, do, who's where it's a it? Christmas dinner uh, together, mm. and just murder happens. I do actually do want to see because I because I genuinely liked the remake of Vacation. I want to see do Christmas vacation. Why not? Don't do Las Vegas. Don't do Europe. Those were well. I can't remember. Is Europe any good? I know Las Vegas was bad. All I
2: remember about Europe is boobs.
1: Yeah. Okay. So good movie. I could not uh,
0: I, I could not get through Christmas Vacation. Really? I tried last year and I was just like, Ngh.
1: I found it really boring. <laughs> no, fair enough. That's why they need an Ed Helms remake. But I prefer our idea of a remake where they actually, it's just a Christmas dinner where people kill each other. Mm. I'm loving it. Dumb. We'll, we'll, we'll get on that script straight away.
0: Well, if that's that's pretty much our episode. Basically. Yeah, I think this has got to be one of our shortest ones we've actually done. Yeah, well, that's the time. Uh, yeah, yeah but forty-five minutes. Forty-five. Oh, yeah, that's not too bad. That's not too bad. If you have any Christmas reboot ideas, you have, email us we'll read them out on air. Because dramatic we'll, readings. Let's yes. do it. Yes. Sorry, I'm eating at the same time as I'm talking. You can find us on Shane all is on the social media. professional is what
1: we're <laughs> learning here today.
0: Shane <laughs> I'm is like waiting for you to fill here, the air, and no one's filling the air. Eating food. Uh, if you want to contact us on social media, we're on Facebook at Mighty Motion Picture Rangers. We're on Twitter and Instagram at Picture Rangers. And you can find me on Twitter at Shane M underscore Anderson.
1: And uh, you can find me on Instagram at The Chancellor. That's C H A R N S T A R chan star and hey why not gift yourself with the the gift that keeps giving it's a red curtain hell now on vimeo on demand that's vimeo.com slash on demand slash red curtain hell use picture code use ah crap coupon code picture ranges for 20 percent off your rental or purchase that was a pretty slick segue yeah i know christmas was good (laughs) yeah yeah my best segue yet
2: uh, and I'm Zane, at Zane Weber on all the social medias, and you can find everything that I do at That's Not Kind of Productions.com.
0: With some amazing podcasts and some amazing more ones to come. Mm. It, will, it is very exciting year upcoming for, for the network. So thank you all for listening. We hope you have a very Merry Christmas, and we shall see you again next week with our very special first ever commentary. Ooh. Gonna be the we're longest doing? episode. Uh, I don't know. It, we'll let you know now. We're doing. We're
2: doing Geo Storm.
1: Geo I
2: wonder who suggested that one. Hey, I, I suggested I, nothing. They I technically put it on suggested me. it
0: because Chancellor was just going on and on about it, and so I was like, okay, let's do Geo. So if
1: you haven't seen Geo Storm, it's it. on Netflix. Watch it beforehand. Watch it beforehand. If, beforehand. if you don't want to watch it beforehand. You want to experience. Listen to the next episode as we talk. Yeah, put it on while, while, we, while we, we interrupt, gallon, interrupt you together. watching it.
0: It shall be a very interesting experiment. And if you like it, we'll do more in the future. So. Probably better movies as well. I don't know. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. And we will speak to you again next week. Bye.
1: Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.